0: You can say there's not the stranger, Santa, but ask for me and Grandpa, we believe. She's been drinking too much eggnog, and we begged her not to go, but she forgot her medication, and she's daggered out the door. Hello, and welcome to the Rufus Project Irredeemable Christmas Special. For 2016 I am one of your hosts Trevor Holland and I am joined by my good friend co-host and what was it that John Waters called you this week Christian?
1: Uh, oh the filth flagship of Australia so I don't know if you want to call me you, you want to introduce me like that but I'm happy to take that so Christian Fletcher here <laughs> listeners so the filth <laughs> flagship of Australia I don't know if that's a good thing or not I don't know <laughs>
0: It's from John Waters. It's good.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I've got ai have got a second, another quote to put on the um, tombstone, <laughs> on my own tombstone. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> so yeah, well, thanks Lovely. for having us back, Trevor. God, it's it's been it's been a big year. But as you sort of say with the title, irredeemable, we don't really have any pressure to have, feel like we have to redeem this special.
0: <laughs> That's right. So uh, I, I did post it earlier. Uh, this week, letting everyone know that we, uh, we've checked out He-Man and She-Ra, a Christmas special, for the Irredeemable Christmas special. But before we get into that, we've gotta cover off something very, very important first. And that's working out what our most and least redeemable movies are of the year. Now, uh, if you haven't been to the website or you haven't double-checked, let me give you a little rundown of what we watched. Twenty movies we have watched in season three of the Rufus Project. Uh, so we started off with Dracula 3000, then Speed, Two Cruise Control, Blood Rain, The Third Reich, Mummy Dearest, Gem and the Holograms, Toys, Resident Evil, Mary Riley, She Devil. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the 2014 Michael (laughs) Upbeamination, Hare, Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time, Staying Alive, Mystery Men, Anaconda, Hudson Hawk, Skidoo, Scooby-Doo, Planet of the Apes, and rounded it out with the 1978 version of Doctor Strange. We survived those, Christian.
1: Oh my gosh! I I wonder if listeners um Jaws are on the floor as much as mine is. Wow! I cannot believe what we have watched this year, and um, it, it's almost like a list of a hundred and one. What? Sorry, not hundred and one, but yeah, you know what I mean. Like twenty movies to watch to never watch before you die. That's probably the way to the way to go <laughs> with looking at this. But um, yeah, very interesting. I, I sort of it, it was hard because a lot of times I was going back and looking uh you know, in the case of um you know, what we thought of it, I, I was, you know, did I did I like that? I can I remember? Have I blocked it from my mind? So being able to put this least and mo- you know most redeemable list together at this point in time was quite difficult.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I've got to admit my uh my redeemable list was uh was difficult to um to work out exactly what to go for but uh we shall work it out so but you know as per redeeming features uh, tradition we we normally start with the uh, the lower end of the scale and uh, and and you know look at what uh, i suppose we found least redeemable over the year so uh, would you like to take that first let us know your uh, shall we say Dishonorable mentions and your least redeemable movie of 2016 that we've checked out.
1: Okay, well, I've actually got I've got this in the section called "Didn't Like." I, I sort of broke it down like that because, yeah, hey, exactly. If I didn't like it, I obviously didn't find it redeemable. Hey, I might even go back and listen to it and find that I think totally different. But as mentioned before, this is in hindsight. So there were quite a lot of movies on this list that unfortunately fitted into the category of slow, boring, dull, nothing much happened. That seemed to be a common thread that was coming up. Now, I'm looking at movies like Dracula 3000, uh, Speed 2, Cruise Control, Resident Evil, Mary Riley, but the one probably, you know, another one, sorry, was Staying Alive, not even the cheese from 1983 um, Sylvester Stallone musical could win me over, so... I found, though, that Trevor, the one that has literally made me write on this page, vomit, 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 because I cannot believe that we had to watch this, I'm actually going to say the the movie that probably the the most uh, dishonourable mention would have to go to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from
0: 2014. Rightio. Fair enough. And so what was it about uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that made it the worst or the least redeemable movie of the year for you?
1: Well, that director, uh, we won't mention his name again, but the director you, that you don't like, actually managed to single-handedly in 90 minutes ruin, I suppose, the childhood of many a generation. So, you know, growing up, loving the live-action movies from the even the 90s, 1991, and, you know, if, God, even the Ninjas ninjas in Time or whatever, the third one that we watched, I'd happily watch that over this, you know, abomination. So I, um, I really <laughs> just think that it was brought into... 2014 you know in a, in a cgi world and sorry turtles don't belong there i think it, it needed to stay like the guys in the suits i'd rather watch that so yeah so in a nutshell yeah i, I, I yeah i cannot fathom this movie's existence
0: fair enough well uh, well certainly a uh, teenage mutant ninja turtles has certainly made my list of dishonorable mentions how shall we say? Uh, certainly not high up there, but not the worst in my opinion. Um, other, like, I suppose, particularly dishonorable mentions that I've got. Uh, Mummy Dearest from 1981. Um, still thinking about that. It, it sickened me to my stomach. Um, I, I found myself Bitterly disappointed by Hudson Hawk, a movie that I had fond memories of, but rewatching it just didn't seem to live up. And that does the same thing with Resident Evil. I don't know what I used to think when I used to watch Resident Evil, but uh, my eyes were open this year. And, and as you mentioned, um, the uh, the atrociously accented Mary Riley from 1996 <laughs> is certainly right up there. But I mean, really, I, th- I think for those who have been listening, there's only one movie I can pick. I actually, uh, declared it worse than the previous worst movie that we had watched to date, claiming that it was actually worse than Blood Rain. And that would have to be the obscure, and needs to stay obscure and be reburied, Otto Preminger's Skidoo from 1968. A mess, a unfunny mess, that suddenly decides to turn into a musical out of nowhere, and even with Groucho Marx in the middle of all that, simply is a terrible 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 movie to watch so uh yeah Skidoo. yeah it's it, it no don't re-release it just just get rid of all the re-releases and just bury it back under a pile somewhere because it should not come back into the limelight <laughs> ever so it's a, it's a good
1: don't from you Trevor by the sands but and, and to be honest i actually Yeah, I was pretty sure, to be honest, that this was going to be the movie that you would pick. So I've never heard you speak of a film with such loathing, and it's probably made me a bit hesitant to suggest any other retro titles, but I do remember at the time we said, um, (laughs) just because something's retro doesn't mean it's good, and that's probably one that fits in this category. I I didn't like it, but I didn't loathe it as much as, say, Ninja Turtles or one of the newer films. I could still watch Skidoo and enjoy it, at least in some way, for its psychedelic... Or half musical tone. I don't know. So,
0: interesting, Trevor. So. <laughs> okay, well, um, if you don't mind, I shall uh, kick off on the other side of the coin. No worries. Um, and talk about the more more redeemable. Now, um, as, as per last year's Irredeemable Christmas special, uh, there are a number of movies that would easily top my list, but I kind of don't feel right picking them since I picked them deliberately on the basis that I knew that I had enjoyed them previously and needed a bit of a break. So things like Mystery Men, uh, Prince of Persia and Scooby-Doo, I I still love those three movies, but again, I don't feel right uh, pretty much picking them as the redeemables, since I'm, I'm looking more for stuff that that uh, took me by surprise or, or really, uh, I suppose, uh, lifted above expectations. So, in amongst my honourable mentions, I mean, certainly uh, She-Devil from 1989. It wasn't great all the way through, but it had plenty of entertaining scenes to keep you going. The big, surpri- big surprise was Gem and the Holograms for me. And remember, Christian, we are all Gem. <laughs> and, and and not so much the movie itself, but I, I do have to give a special mention to the at that last line in blood rain the third reich uh because that one line is glorious but um out of all that though out of what we've watched uh really uh, i'd say my most redeemable movie and and it's one i hadn't seen before i'd had heard good things about it uh so it was good to see it and enjoy it and that would have to be hair from 1979 there you go christian a retro musical. I've picked one oh, as my fantastic. most redeemable movie of the year. <laughs> I enjoyed the music. I enjoyed the performances. Again, there was a few things that, you know, just got bogged down a few times, but hey, what do you expect from a redeeming features movie? Uh, but on the whole, it, it was an enjoyable movie to watch and, and, uh, and one that I would happily watch again.
1: Fantastic, yeah, and actually, it's good that I was, you know, the person to suggest that too. And um, actually, I've suggested both of your movies, Trevor, both the good and bad. So at least <laughs> <laughs> I've sort of redeemed myself in some respect. Now, a lot of the lot of the movies mm. that you mentioned are actually on my list too. For the um, probably the ones that get honourable mentions, I um, I do think Blood Rain Three it did it. I, I I think we're building our entire memory of that film just off that guten Tag line, <laughs> that final line. Mm-hmm. But I do remember it did seem to hold our interest and was quite breezy. So you know, it was, it was it was still watchable. Now I, I probably I, I shouldn't mention this film. I kind of feel bad for mentioning this film. It is somewhat of a guilty guilty pleasure, although the controversial subject matter, hence Mummy Dearest, mm. has kind of put it in a totally even more of a different light for me. So I uh, I, I actually feel a bit dirty, sort of conv- con- saying that this is a guilty pleasure. So I won't say that's one of my um, most favourites. So, Toys from 1993, I think it was. Now I remember that ended up being so long, and in the past I'd liked it. Give it a thirty minute trim; it could have been such a, a better sort of cult film. But and possibly could have happened the same with them. Um, She-Devil, like in terms of in places it really worked and in places it didn't so I don't know, I could see She-Devil as a stage musical, as a black comedy or something like that so um, you mentioned these other two and I actually think I say think because I remember possibly liking these and it was Mystery Men and Hudson Hawk now probably more for their cult value where I, I kind of do want to go back and keep watching them again like there's something i, I would happily watch those two again just to see something that i might have missed the first time around and i think i'm probably speaking more with hudson Hawk with that that said i may watch it again and go oh gosh what was i thinking and hey i may not not have even redeemed it the first time around i'm not sure so i'm already thinking to myself as i'm saying this oh i kind of want to see that movie again and see what it was all about so there you go so but trev i also had this l- didn't originally have this on my top, but, um, Hair from 1979. Now, I was very upset they didn't use the stage show script, but out of every single, um, movie that we've mentioned, Hair's probably one I've seen the most. Own on DVD happily, you know, know all the songs back to front. Even though it's not a faithful adaptation of the stage show, I, I, I think out of all the, all the pile of garbage that we've had to wade through, Hair definitely sits on top. So I think, Trevor, I'm going to go with you on that and go Hair. With a close second, Hudson Hawk, but don't quote me on that in case I see it again and hate it.
0: <laughs> now I'm pretty sure we were split on Hudson Hawk, with you coming in on the uh, on the big on the tick side, and me coming in on the not so tick side. Okay, so there we go. <laughs> uh, there we go. So there we go. So if you want to take anything from 2016's redeeming features podcasts, is that um, according to Christian and myself, you should avoid Skidoo and you should avoid Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and we're unanimous. We're actually unanimous on the most redeemable movie of the year being Hair from 1979. So there you go. If you're after a good, retro, um, not perfect, but enjoyable film, definitely go for Hair. The most redeemable movie of 2016. Woo! Yay. I'll have to include a clip from uh, from there at some point as a bit of a, a celebratory uh, thing. I'd record
1: Age of Aquarius, but I don't think the listeners really want to hear my rendition of that.
0: <laughs> well, uh, I think, yep, yeah, we'll put in a brief little uh, hair musical interlude, and we'll be right back to discuss our irredeemable Christmas special, He-Man and She-Ra, A Christmas Special. We'll be right back. Let it fly in the breeze and get caught in the trees. Give a home to the fleas in my hair. A home for fleas, a hive for the buzzing bees. Nest for birds, there ain't no words for the beauty, to the slender, the wonder of my hair. Blow it, show it, I can blow my hair. And welcome back to the Irredeemable Christmas Special, and now is the time where we get to talk about a Christmas special, He-Man and She-Ra, a Christmas special, to be precise, um, now, if you did watch this, it, or if you didn't watch this in advance, it is actually freely watchable on YouTube, so it's easy to find. Whether or not you want to find it, that's entirely up to you. Now, um, with the, as, as per the title, this is the Irredeemable Christmas Special. It's a little, a little present to Christian and myself in that we can watch the things without having to worry about redeeming them. So be warned. Um, there is, we have no obligation to, uh, to find potential gold in these things. If it's crap, it's crap. We've been through the Star Wars holiday special. That was awful. We've been through Grumpy Cat's worst Christmas ever. That was awful. Yeah. (laughs) So now. I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> Christian's wiped it from his mind. <laughs> and so now yeah, we're exactly. back. Now we're back with He-Man and She-Ra Christmas special. So uh just to give you a brief synopsis He-Man and She-Ra join together to stop Horde Prime from ruining Christmas for some Earth children stranded on Eternia.
1: And that's pretty much it in the 44 the very brief 44 minutes which i must admit was um quite a, a bit more of an incentive to watch this irredeemable movie so i uh, i believe that that's you know when it would have broadcast originally it would have been a, a 1 hour episode and um mm-hmm. uh, yeah so it
0: yeah, made it something a little bit shorter to have to get through <laughs> absolutely now um it it's relatively popular still though it's actually rated 6.7 out of 10 on imdb which I found surprising after watching it, but yeah, uh, you know, I suppose. Um, I mean, I know you're you're, you're a retro fan, and um, and and sometimes, I mean, I, I know I, I I say that retro and cult doesn't always mean good, uh, but certainly I'm, I'm guessing that uh, that he and Shearer would have quite a few retro cult fans uh, to help uh, bring mm. that 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 score up a little bit.
1: And I'm sure with, um, and I suppose, you know, being this time of year too, I, I'm sure people dig into the vault and what kind of Christmas things they can watch, hence stumbling along, along something like this. And I, I found, um, in my research that I think it was Madman or, or one of those companies has finally released it on DVD a couple of years ago, which I find interesting that it is so readily available on, uh, on YouTube as well. So, uh, it seemed like possibly, and I know Madman, you know, release a lot of that anime and, and cult. Um, cult DVD, so I can, re- yeah, I think that sort of um, backs your claim up there, Trevor, that there's still such a big following for this. But I'll be honest, I'm going in completely blind. I don't really know anything about He-Man and She-Ra, so I even had to Google a couple of the, um, <laughs> the baddies. So I was coming in, yeah, as I said, completely blind, but... Don't think it really mattered too much. I did have to pinch myself every now and then and remember that I'm
0: not watching Transformers. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we'll we'll mention that bit when <laughs> we get to it. Um, now, <laughs> I mean, look. I mean, I mentioned the the rating. Uh, there wasn't much in the way of trivia that I dug up from this, other than that. Um, I mean, it certainly uh, they certainly pull a lot from both the He-Man and She-Ra shows. Uh, but there were uh, apparently quite a lot of Masters of the Universe and Shira characters that can be seen at the Royal Party, including Zodak, the Cosmic Enforcer, Orko's Uncle Montauk, Dra-El, Madame Raz, Mossman, and Ram-Man. None of those characters have any dialogue, which is probably a good thing considering the voices of some of the other characters. <laughs>
1: But again, Trevor, if you were watching this on a Saturday morning as a cartoon, yeah, it fitted in quite well with that. But whether it was <laughs> suitable viewing for an entire family, but anyway.
0: <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, put it this way, I'll watch this with, uh, with Susie, who, who people may remember from other podcasts that we've done. Uh, she fell asleep.
1: <laughs> oh, no, and it's only very short, too, yep. so that's probably saying a lot. <laughs> uh,
0: but, um, but I mean, just, just going into it... Um, It starts off with the nice glittery titles, and then it's, they're setting up a birthday party, which is a bit confusing. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, definitely. You know, course, even more confusing for me going, who the hell are these characters anyway, <laughs> having not known anything about it. But, yeah, it does seem quite strange. And, and yeah, um, especially weird being a Christmas special and opening that with that birthday music, I noticed it was the very opening bits of the music was Happy Birthday and then it sort of segues into some other kind of tune. And I'm like going, well, already you've made me think, is this a Christmas special or what? So, But as you said, flashy opening titles. I don't know. It seemed... Appropriate,
0: yeah, from a, an '80s cartoon. I'm, I'm pretty sure well, the, the the opening music view. though had some of the compulsory. Let's chuck some bells in to make it a little more Christmassy.
1: Oh yeah, the thing, I know, and the thing is, there's so many parts. I don't want to skip too far ahead, but yeah, pretty much a lot of parts where I had to think to myself, "Are we even watching a Christmas special?" But hey, again, with the Star Wars one, the holiday special that doesn't really have anything to do with Christmas either, so it doesn't necessarily have to be a prerequisite.
0: Well, this definitely had more Christmas references than the Star Wars holiday special. I mean, um, <laughs> I mean, look, I mean, I, I, look, I admit I watched He Man as a child, and I have actually seen the live-action movie with Dolph Lundgren, which I can't believe we haven't done on the podcast yet. Maybe next year.
1: I uh, know, I can't believe I hadn't screened it ever. Fair enough,
0: um, but I can had completely forgotten that He Man and She Ra's mother. Comes from Earth, and 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 so she's the one who comes in and just goes, oh, this reminds me of Christmas on Earth. What's Christmas? I don't know. Okay, fair enough. I, yeah. Um. So yeah, we've already got like a, a nice little uh uh reference to Earth because you know with anything which is like our special, chances are it's going to end up at, on Earth at some stage.
1: Oh, definitely. And especially the fact that when you've got something like this, which is supposed to be trying to, trying to make sense of the whole Christmas story when it's really a type of people that it's probably sort of really doesn't have any relevance to at all. So I don't know. But again, it comes back to the whole caring and giving, which we'll talk about later, that they kind of want to ram home. But I can see, um, you know, they did their Trying to make some kind of a Christmas special out of this series, but yeah, I, you know, you saying that just then about her, um, the mother being from Earth, I didn't know all this sort of stuff, so I'm, you know, scratching my head already about this, but thank God they told us exactly what Christmas was all about, and I think they did it about three times, so, oh no, that's right, they did a segue so we didn't have to sit through the story again.
0: (laughs) That's right, um, after... Uh, again another character that Orco character which annoyed me from the outset that I think I had actually yeah, had wiped from my memory, the little floaty robe thing that um, that accidentally steals a rocket that was meant to be a spy rocket, but it was enormous and got spotted pretty much as soon was as it was in the air by the, the bad guys.
1: Yeah, it didn't last too long, and, and at, least, at least that's a good thing. In our normal redeeming features, we'd be saying at least it doesn't waste any time getting into it. <laughs> yeah. But with a 45 minute running time, I suppose they can't. But yeah, straight away, he's, um, he's taken off, and, um, I was gonna say they, um, sorry, I'm just trying to remember what he said.
0: Oh, I read board now! Oh, sorry.
1: <laughs> and that's when we see, yeah, Skeletor
0: trying to stop the... What do they call
1: it? The Sky Spy. The
0: Sky Spy. Yes, it's very subtle. The Sky Spy.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's almost...
0: <laughs> yes, anyway.
1: It's very phallic, I think that's the one that I'm thinking of. <laughs> um, I don't think that came up in a few reviews, but um, is, I think he thinks it's a meteor or something like that, so, um... And that's when um, He-Man decides to go after Skeletor. Yeah. But um, yeah.
0: Um, Well, yeah, you know, He-Man comes to the rescue, and then, uh... <laughs> then she has to rescue He-Man. Yeah, because she thinks he'll need him. And, and that's where I think they have quite a, a couple of funny little
1: lines like, oh, you're trying to grab more than you can handle, and these claws need a manicure. And I, I don't know, is that a staple of the show? Did they always kind of drop witty one-liners or attempts at witty
0: one-liners? <laughs> yeah, I, <'Cause> I think <laughs> that there was always, yeah, like when there was a chance to make a bad pun or just some sort yeah. of... um you know, dopey comments. <laughs> it was used, um, probably more so with He Man than than She even though she she did have her fair share of uh, of dodgy lines.
1: Oh uh, yeah, especially with the fact too that they are brother and sister. But some of the some of the um, in, not innuendo, but some of the ways that they said some of the lines, you're kind of like, oh, is there a bit more going on here?
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I've I've come across um. Suggestions of of He Man and She-Ra's relationship. that just go they're brother and sister. I'm just going to ignore that and move on. <laughs> yeah, just leave
1: it. Their <laughs> cartoons don't look into it. as more than that. But but I, I did read that Shiro was actually produced a little bit after He Man because, oh, you know, because of the popularity that um, He Man had with males, um, you know, for boys and stuff like that. So they, you know, brought in a, you know her as a role model for for girls. So I think it was good in this especially you know for the 80s to have shira saving the day in many ways uh, and without um you know with he may not doing being able to do it on his own so i think that would have been really empowering and sending a really good message for girls actually too but <laughs> but as we were
0: finding in most of the cases she was actually saving the day more than he was <laughs> well another friend of mine actually did say to me at one point that uh that shira is the reason she likes Xena. um you know um uh, seeing this this um this woman who actually can handle a sword and and look after herself was was a quite a um, a po- a positive a positive role model for her as she was growing up so you know there is something behind these characters um and and like I said I mean I I did used to enjoy the cartoon series I mean I don't know what it would be like if I went back to look at it now I'm scared to after watching this christmas special uh, but but certainly <laughs> I I think a lot of people can sort of like look back at, at 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 these characters and and you know feel that 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 yeah they they were inspired by them in some way. So you you probably can't take away the legacy of these characters, um, even if they did appear in a, a crappy Christmas special.
1: <laughs> and I think that probably just added more to the charm because I suppose anything that I love, if they'd made a Christmas special of it, oh, hey, I'd tune in too. So yeah, and I think as we said before, they have that real cult following about them. So I think, um, you know, I think people would have been happy with whatever dosage of Christmas they could get out of this, <laughs> even if it is very, very small. But I think it was kind of around. I think it was around now when we were the Sky Spy lands on Earth and the, we find what well, the kids getting the Christmas tree. Now I don't know if we've. I, I think we may have done it in one of the earlier seasons, but have we? I don't know if we've done Santa Claus Conquers the Martians or if I made you watch that at some stage. But anyway, you haven't made was, me watch as as we got it yet,
0: but okay, I, I know okay, that you intend I'm, to get me to watch it at some point.
1: Hmm, there's always Christmas. Anyway. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so there's actually, it's pretty much started to fit the whole plot of that. You know, they find kids getting a Christmas tree, or in the case of Santa Claus Conquers the Martians, you know, just two kids happen to be, which is the same as this, wandering around without parents, which I thought was quite funny. Oh, let the kids just go out into the, um, the blistering cold and let's go and get a, cut down a Christmas tree on our own. And then you get almost um, washed yeah, by an so, avalanche and we have to be saved by a space wizard.
0: Woo. Yeah,
1: and you're just so lucky, there, because, yeah, anyway, I'm glad we didn't have to think about what happened if the Avalanche had a hit, but anyway, so, and I think it's here that we get Orko giving the abbreviation or the full version of what Christmas is all about.
0: Yeah, yeah, we we get, the, like, they, they start telling him what Christmas is, because he wants to know, because he finds out that it involves presents, which makes him very excited, <laughs> and it starts off. And it, yeah, it comes in two parts, and they kind of just do the start and the tail end. And and the and the first one is going through the whole Jesus of Nazareth story. So it's like, okay, he's he's getting the full thing. And and then when they come back and they then start talking about the Santa story, it's like, alrighty, oh, there, there's um, okay, they're they're trying to cover all their bases as long as you ignore every other belief on the planet but i don't think that was a big concern for uh for an american cartoon <laughs> in, in the 80s
1: yeah oh definitely not and i, and I think yeah as you said they had to get their bases covered and i think um yeah i thought i didn't actually write that down but i think it was 1985 so you know i'm sure but um yeah i think um yeah kids would have still had their eyes glued to it i think they would have still been spit into it i would have actually been interested to know what you. What would have um, your kids would have thought, actually? For example, you know, as test audience to see if they if they would have fallen asleep. So yeah, my I mean, my the uh, in the 80s probably
0: yeah my, my kids kind of I I kind of say, hey, do you guys want to watch this with me? And they pretty much say no by default now
1: because um, <laughs> they don't know the scary things that sad's going to
0: make them watch. Which is like Dad, you might just watch. You may just watch Grumpy Cat's Christmas special. We're not going. We're not going <laughs> to trust you anymore when it comes to watching stuff.
1: Oh, I know. <laughs> Especially Christmas themed specials. Yeah. So. But, um, uh, but oh god, the description
0: of Christmas, it, my Those kids, they were just so saccharin. I was thinking, uh, can they put it on any thicker? This is just unbelievable.
1: Oh, it almost went into those real sort of. Um, like it sort of was trying to become sort of an educational movie or something like that <laughs> to sit, okay, everybody. But, and I think what were they, the names, Alicia and, and, um, Miguel or something like they weren't, you know, they weren't the most mainstream of names for them to have called these kids. And I thought that was a sort of an interesting, an interesting twist as well. But, um, but yeah, the, um, well, I, I like how they thought the whole, they came up with the concept, the whole good of Christmas will threaten Skeletor. So, and it seemed to be, well, I suppose it was a good message for the kids that the whole good of Christmas can combat evil, but they tried to ram it home towards the end a little bit too much. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> oh, just, just a little bit, but, um, so much, uh, so much action. Cause I think not only did they throw in so many characters, uh, who were, I suppose, the friends of, of He-Man and she Including I don't know, was that mermaid meant to be French? I couldn't quite tell what that accent was meant to be. When shira has oh, gotta go no. get I the crystal no gotta get the crystal so they can fix the machine so they can transport Orca back to Eternia. And then Shira gets attacked by Transformers after we find out that her horse talks, which I didn't remember either. <laughs>
1: Maybe it's a Christmas special thing. Maybe they never did normally.
0: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm thinking that he must have. He must have talked. They couldn't just throw that into yeah. the Christmas special actually, yeah, out of nowhere. Would be definitely confused. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, but um, yeah. So she first got to deal with the first monster, which she basically just makes fall into a hole, uh, and then uh, and then these evil transforming robots turn up. <laughs> I'm thinking they're 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 Decepticons. Come on.
1: Yeah. Oh no. That's as I said, I got confused many times with these sort of things. Going, what am I watching again? But then, not knowing too much about Transformers, I probably yeah, I, I wouldn't know what I was watching.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I can't remember what they were called either. Uh, there were just too many characters in there, so there's there's no way I can keep track of of who was what and where and how and just every time they turned around, there was somebody, somebody new or some new race or some new character just turning up and and joining in.
1: Yeah, and trying to sort of st- stand in their way. Oh, it was almost like all those characters were thrown into Turner, say, a, 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 a plot that probably would fit a 20 minute episode to make it 44 minutes. So it, it's like they were just extending it. And, you know, of course, they were adding things like songs and things like that. And it, oh. I think it was around this time when we heard our first song. And, well, I, I mean, the, the a... kids, the
0: kids do get abducted first. So, so when they fix the, the transport oh, yes, so ray, got, when, oh, they, when they fix one. the transport ray, Orko basically says, "Oh, come with me to Eternia," and it's like, "Okay, you have just abducted those children. You're you are you are guilty of an alien abduction, Orko," and no one seems particularly concerned about it, or or um, and they say, "Oh, it might be a few days before we can get you back." It's like, "Well, what are the parents gonna be?" doing. These kids have just disappeared from Earth, nowhere to be found because they're on another planet, and and no one seems overly concerned that they're going to be there for a few days. (laughs) Meanwhile, the parents are wishing they hadn't sent them out to get the the tree on their own. (laughs) Yeah, the kids are taking a while for that tree. I'm sure they're fine as it gets (laughs) to night time and the temperature plummets outside in our avalanche infested mountainous wood region.
1: That's okay. They're with a magic flying thing <laughs> that'll, but, that'll save them.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe they got picked up by an alien. They'll keep them safe and then they can teach the aliens <laughs> yeah. about Christmas and sing a Christmas song that some dude with the, uh, uh, what is it, a lyre or something, what do they call those, those bar-type yeah, guitars, yeah. um, and they sing this just terrible Terrible song, and it finishes, and the guy just starts laughing, and they're all laughing. It's like it wasn't funny; it was terrible. Stop laughing about the Christmas song. <laughs> ah! uh,
1: maybe it was the voice actors all laughing about their careers after this. I
0: don't know. <laughs> or, or just, or just laughing. their parents all have hated that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, but yeah, no, I wasn't expecting that. I'm just glad that it wasn't something that continued throughout the entire special. I'm glad there wasn't songs throughout it, you know. I could have, I could have probably tolerated Christmas songs, but yeah, actually, why didn't they do that? Instead, they had to use this weird song that they'd apparently written.
0: Yeah, yeah, just written to help the people on Eternia get into the Christmas spirit. And, um, and, um, yeah, the, the bad guys realize that some joy is coming into the world I, I don't know how they realize that but the big bad guy horde prime who i do not remember um tells skeletor yeah. and the fish dude who was the sheer bad guy um Hordak was that his name, something <laughs> like that. or something. Hordok, yeah, yep, I don't yep. know. I've
1: got all these weird names written on my page. Going, who was who were these people? But anyway,
0: Um so they get sent off and 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 they abduct the already abducted kids, and then they fight over who gets to deliver them to Orlok, so that everyone crashes, and then the kids and Skeletor have to hike. Uh, actually, I think. Uh, sucks,
1: uh, I think. I think I think I
0: think I've also missed out on the introduction of the cute robot creatures. No, I think the they're puppy? Coming.
1: actually yeah, you are. It's just before that the with the man machines. I think they are oh, God, the machines. The, the that, that ends up cutting them out of prison. I mean, but they've got like a a little dog version that wears a sweater or something like that's. So I think that's around there where they came in. But again, I was so con- so I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, so they they like get delivered to the evil transformer dudes and while they're in prison these man-sheens turn up (laughs) with horrible voices and ridiculous things i'm thinking i i don't remember ever seeing these and i'm glad i never did
1: Oh, maybe it was supposed to instill something kind of different into it. They're thinking it was being Christmassy, but it had to go through the motions of, oh, the character that zips around, oh, he's called Zipper because he does this, and then the other one he does something because he does, th- oh, I don't know, it just became very obvious. Yeah, and you're like, okay, move on, we didn't need you. He, I know he, you helped to get them out of prison, but surely you could have used something else. But, yeah. hey, it had to set it up for them claiming the puppy, I suppose.
0: Yeah, yeah, as they as head off with, with Skeletor and a puppy and they end up on, on top of a mountain and, and initially Skeletor doesn't want to help them and one of them just collapses in the snow very dramatically and until Skeletor is nice enough to give them sweaters and then they're fine again
1: oh, no, yeah. He's actually starting to become, what's this, a little bit nice, and but they're very clever in slowly setting it up. But, yeah, yeah that's kind yeah. of the drift of it, isn't it? First he
0: gives him a sweater, and, and then he wants to abandon the puppy. But, no, he keeps looking back at the puppy, stumbling forlornly in the snow, and picks up the puppy who licks him a lot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah and yeah, quite a lot. And it seems to he seems to always make reference to it. Why do you have to keep licking me? But you're like, Yeah, don't do that But it seems to be a given in cartoons, dogs always have to lick the first time they see someone. Mm-hmm. Yep. What have we got around? I think, I think something said, like, really, de- talking about saccharine, oh Christmas is season for love and caring. I remember that as one of the lines the kids said. So they're slowly winning um, Skeletor over. And um, so what do they do? Start calling him nice, kind, and
0: thoughtful or something I'm not like nice, that? D- d- what are these words? What are these yeah. words? What are these words? <laughs> Christmas. Do Christmas people, like, do, do you have fights at Christmas? Do you have Christmas fights? I thought that was quite fun. We sort of, you know... <laughs> Do the gifts explode? Oh, I think that was about the only time I actually enjoyed watching this. Was Skeletor just asking about Christmas and asking if he could get to fight some blow things up? So I'm thinking, okay, yeah, that's okay. But then that that gradually melted away.
1: Oh, but it's it's like, uh, and I think he's then because he's becoming nice and kind and, and thoughtful. He decides to save the children. But I love how, in the case of this Christmas special, we're supposed to just suspend anything we've heard of of the character in the past. No, just for this one special, he's going to turn really nice, and then he'll be evil again next season. But um, yeah, I just thought that was quite weird. But so he that he decides to actually um save the children from the what is it the horde horde prime horde streamers. prime oh, I don't know anyway yeah. Yep, save, I think save, I'm getting my names mixed up. Saves the
0: children <laughs> at the last minute, and then, um, he and she who really haven't done a great deal up to this point, then, uh, join together to throw Horde Brime's broken spaceship into orbit. With one throw.
1: Yeah, but. I love how they just get it and throw it. Okay. That seems to work. But again, with another one of those weird lines, you know, I think you said earlier, what works for my sister works for me. So at least they were working together to help each other out. But I know what you mean by this stage. You're thinking, well, oh, He-Man and She-Ra weren't in it much, but hey, we fulfilled our obligation. They're in it in some way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, um, I, I think there's even a line at one point after the kids get abducted where they're their going, Oh, They went to this, they're being taken to this place, but I don't know where they're gone. It's like, hang on, wait, you just said where they've gone, and you don't know where they've gone. I don't even, that's,
1: yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I did read somewhere that, I think it's Film Nation, the people that made the Shearer side of the franchise anyway, um, were quite were known for doing quite things a little bit cheaply, more as a way to sort of make money and, and um, sell merchandise. So mm-hmm. that could have been a lot of the, the flavour of um, this special. I don't know.
0: <laughs> they, they didn't spend much on the script products. Yeah,
1: definitely. Just, just I hope they didn't pay the guy that wrote that song much money. Let's just say that. Maybe it was too much copyright to get Jingle Bells. I don't know. <laughs>
0: I I I don't know, but um, I, I do know that that once the kids get returned with their flying belts, the parents are very very calm when they get back. It's just like, oh, we were wondering where you were. We missed you. Time to go to bed. Yeah,
1: it's like are we supposed to assume this is Christmas night or Boxing Day or yeah we've only been missing for four days and yeah we don't care about your flying belts night yeah it <laughs> is quite strange oh you
0: got flying belts ha 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 oh look the kids are flying past what
1: <laughs> so yeah that sort of sums up that side of things but yeah oh they're back again we don't seem to care yeah yeah <laughs> but um and- I was gonna say and I think it. I, just, I think it's around there. I don't know if we've just, oh yeah, where the characters all sort of say Merry I don't know. There's the amount of times they could say Merry Christmas in one little section. I think that might have actually been just before the kids. Yeah. Flowed. I think I before they send them with back, yeah. Happy, yeah, a yeah.
0: Happy La La section. Yeah. I, I think I, I, I made no notes in that section because just like I, I can't, I, I can't put up with this much longer. Just send the kids yeah. back to Earth and get over it. But then. Then we end up with. But then He Man
1: has to have his little epilogue. Yeah, He
0: Man is the epilogue because he's sitting in an armchair talking to Hawkeye. It's like, what is this? Some sort of, some sort of like moral thought of the day or some sort of weird thing similar to like the old, um, like the, the old, uh, Christian like the, like old, the like old, Christian, like the old, the older Christian thoughts. You get like a priest sitting in an armchair giving you his thought of the day that used to be on TV. It was that exact oh, style. Yeah. And they get, what oh. is going on? They could have easily... <laughs> easily trimmed that off
1: and then you know it sort of went straight like i know you say we always have to watch to the end so i did but even the music sort of felt like it was plodding along it wasn't this really up-tempo tight it was very and i'm like going oh god what a way to send the kids to sleep so i can probably see why susie Susie did part fall asleep so
0: yeah i I was i I mean it may may have only been like 40 odd minutes but i was struggling by the end of it 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 felt (laughs) a lot longer
1: Oh, definitely. But um as we said at the start, we didn't feel like we had to redeem this. And um yeah, it, it, I was going to give my opinion. No, I didn't enjoy it. Like, I'd watch it again if I had to and had to entertain 20, um, two kids for 45 minutes. But I, um yeah, I definitely wouldn't redeem it. And I'm glad that we can say that.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I finished watching it and the first thing I wrote down in my note is, is, what the hell did I just watch?
1: But I, I don't know if it's as bad as the Star Wars Holiday Special. No, nah, I don't think anything could be as bad as no, that. But anyway, no,
0: it wasn't as bad as the Star Wars special, but probably not quite as good as Grumpy Cat.
1: <laughs> to even hear Grumpy Cat's Christmas and good is even a bit of I thought was a fair stretch. But I yeah, I okay. I, I didn't I don't think we hated it, but anyway.
0: <laughs> Grumpy Cat's worst Christmas ever was slightly less bad than this. <laughs> okay, that's a good way to
1: say it. But I mean cause I, in a less complicated way. Yeah.
0: I mean this I mean it had so many characters and so many bad voices. Um and you look there's only like about maybe nine people with voice credits if you look at the cast details on this and one of them is the director who has got seriously like a dozen voices himself. And everybody else is like sharing two or three voices each. Just like, yeah, they were uh, they were trying to pull every voice they could without actually being all that good at pulling different voices.
1: And it probably still managed to get a really big, reader, a really big viewership. So they probably would have made whatever money they spent on it back. So uh, <laughs> they probably weren't caring too much.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did th- uh, mind you though. Um, one thing I, I did find myself enjoying, despite it, was when. Uh, there was a bit where they just uh started playing the She-Ra theme um and let it go for a while and in 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 a, like a, a really sort of 80 cheesy kind of way even if the cheese was a bit moldy it it was kind of fun <laughs> yeah,
1: and you can see why that appeal would have yeah that there was that appeal for this show you know especially in the 80s and i actually like how both He-Man and She-Ra you, know, you know we mentioned the flashy titles but it was cool how they had their own like they didn't just bring up you know, um, I think they did actually. Sorry, at the start, yeah, say so the um, He Man and She Ra Christmas special, but even later on, that had the He Man logo and then the She Ra logo. So, like, almost like they had just merged together one of their own unique episodes each together. So, mm. yeah, so I thought that was kind of cool too.
0: It was good. I mean, I, th- I think She Ra was definitely the hero, though. She Ra seemed to uh, do more action, and and actually, she had to save He Man on a couple of occasions. So, yeah, uh, I guess uh, if, if anyone. Was did have the debate, who was better, He-Man or She-Ra, this answers it, She-Ra's better. There you go, I said <laughs> it. And hey, as we said before,
1: if we want to give it a redeemable feature, would be that how empowering would, have, would that have been for little girls in the 80s. So. There we go. <laughs> and I think guy, little, little boys probably would love to have seen girls kick butt too.
0: So <laughs> I, I, I say so, but really at the end of the day, I'm, I like you, I'm very, very glad that we don't have to try to redeem this tinsel-covered turd.
1: Yeah, that's a way to put it. <laughs>
0: I don't even think it should have even been bothered to be
1: released on DVD. I think people should have just been able to watch it on YouTube for historical purposes, let's just say.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, um, I mean, look, I, look, I know that normally, like with redeeming features, we'd start with a bad review and finish with a good review, but just keeping with the theme of the Irredeemable Christmas special, I've read one review um, to kind of uh sum up the Irredeemable Christmas Special, if you will allow me. By all means. Okay, so... Uh, funny enough, there was no one-star reviews, so I had to go to the two-star reviews, and, and this is what I found. The title of the review is Yeah, It's That Bad. If you collect classic cartoons and you have collected all the other He-Man episodes, then you'll have to add this one to your list. But this thing is horrible. Best way to describe the... Ex- the experience of watching this movie is. It's like eating a piece of three week old wedding cake. At first you notice that it's sweet, overwhelmingly sugary. It's not that easy to get through and it isn't easy to digest. At the end, when you feel sick to your stomach, your greatest wish will be to go back in time and stop yourself from consuming that. From consuming it. It creates a unique definition that you will use in the future to just to describe a similar experience that can only be truly understood by someone who has put themselves through this torture. Doctors could use it as a standalone definition. Example, this made me feel like I watched the He-Man and She-Ra Christmas special. I didn't hate it, because for a cartoon collector I believe it is a necessary evil. Like a flu shot. Two stars.
1: So even they still sort of believe for its cult value, it still should exist. But we're still giving it a bad review at the same time. <laughs> In interesting <end>. review, <laughs> I thought yeah, that that thing went that, off on a weird a tangent. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, but as you said, but a two star, so it was kind of, it's it's almost really bad, but I mean, it's still sort of redeemable in some way, but yeah, I can see that they sort of liked it for its retro and cult value, and I suppose that's probably why this still has some kind of viewership in 2016.
0: Yeah, I do find it mentioned, like, people say Christmas specials to check out or bad Christmas specials. It always seems to turn up in people's lists, so, uh, yeah, it's not a good Christmas special. Uh, if you're a He-Man and She-Ra fan, then I guess it's a good curiosity for you, but I certainly wouldn't recommend actively seeking it out. Um, I would say that with all the stuff that we've watched so far with regards to The Christmas, all three of them so far, don't bother. Um, I'm sure you can find yeah, something better.
1: Yeah. Don't buy the box set. <laughs> um, but yeah, as you said, um, I think a lot of these Christmas specials, people do watch for their novelty factor and their badness because it's sort of infamous that most of these are fairly bad. But um, yeah, I don't know about this one. And yeah, I can't say I'll be adding it to my best of Christmas special list.
0: Yeah, certainly not being added to uh, to my family's Christmas viewing because I don't want to do that to my family. I like them too much. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I don't want to confuse it with too many characters. Yep, yep. Um, and yep. So, there we go. That's the irritable <laughs> Christmas push for 2016 and, uh, and our, uh, our official, uh, final episode of 2016. Well, I guess we already had our official final episode. This is our bonus episode. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Of course, if you want to keep up to date with what's going on, definitely bookmark RufusProject.com or follow the Rufus Project on Twitter or Facebook for updates. If you want to know what Christian is organizing, make sure you uh, head to www.christianfetcher. Uh, hang on no, I'll try that again. www.christianfetcher.com or follow Christian Fetcher events on Facebook. Because uh, um, I understand you've got a, a few things in the pipeline and, and you're going to get a few updates out soon as well.
1: Oh, definitely. And, and like I seem to always say, a lot of times it's the Rufus Project that hears about these events first before they've gone to the public. So I am, um, I'm always, always a pleasure to be able to unveil it early. So thank you, Trevor. But I am, um, I think, yeah, lis- thank you so much listeners for tuning in this year and I've had fun.
0: Well, we will be back in the new year, probably towards the end of January, early February. Nothing concrete yet. We do have some plans for uh, what we're going to launch with. But again, keep an eye on our uh, our social media or the web page for more information about that. But uh, until then, have a very happy holiday and a very safe holiday and uh, we'll look forward to bringing you more interesting movies in the new year. Just the right setting for my new Christmas song. Let's try it.
1: (laughs) Now that's the Christmas spirit. (laughs) When we found her Christmas morning At the scene of the attack She had hoof prints on her forehead
0: And incriminating
1: claw marks on
0: her back (laughs) Grandma got run over by a reindeer Walking home from our house Christmas Eve You can say there's no such thing as Santa But as for me and Grandpa, we believe